The Best in Class podcast is back with another episode today. Sean Sullivan, the JoeBucksFan.com draft guru, will take a look back at the AFC South draft. If you love draft talk, even in June, this is the podcast for you. Sean's always a quick and fun, fast-moving listen. Here he is, presented by Bill Curry Ford, Sean Sullivan. Hi, everybody. This is Sean Sullivan uh, coming to you live from Bill Curry Ford in Tampa with the best assist- assistant in the business. Grace, I say hi. 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 Sorry, everybody. I'm tongue-tied. I've been like so excited to do this podcast, and I've been so busy um, you know, being the general manager of Bill Curry Ford and serving the Curry family, who also serves Tampa for the last 61 years, that uh, I have, I've been neglecting my duties as the official draft guru of Joe Buck's fan. Thank you for all the emails that you've been sending to bestinclass at uh, billcurry.com. I'm trying to get to all of them. I'm trying to to do what you guys are asking me to do. I'm still doing the uh, rookie uh, two-round draft. That's very exciting. I got sponsors. I got I got a I got a shout out to Big Storm and LJ um, who keeps opening locations apparently daily. They're everywhere now for the best craft beer in the United States. Also the Inferno, which is an amazing Tampa Bay Inferno, another winning franchise, undefeated women's professional football league. They are amazing women. They serve our country. They're all their mothers, their sisters, their daughters. They're amazing people, and they're great football players. And again, something in the water. It just seems like the Tampa just just keeps winning. We got a Super Bowl uh, contender in football. We have a, a, a should be a three time winning Lightning team. Our baseball team continues to win. We are very close to partnering with a very special, very famous person, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of leaking this out. So my next podcast, I'm going to tell you who we signed as our new spokesperson for Bill Curry Ford. I'm very excited about it. So sit on pins and needles because it's going to be big. This is a big name. This isn't a small guy. So very, very excited. So for all the theft that's going on right now, we have the Bill Curry Ford um, construction reduction sale. Everything is on sale. I got stuff uh, under dust. I got stuff that's, that's standing tall. I got everything out there with this construction. It's a mess. We are building uh, a state-of-the-art customer immersion facility. It is going to be amazing. Every amenity you could possibly imagine, and we're building it. And it's going to be something Tampa deserves, and I'm very excited about that. If you go to BillCurryFord.com, you can see a, a leaked video. We leaked about 20 seconds of a real video at the bottom. If you want to see what it's going to look like, it's amazing. Follow us at uh, Bill Curry Tampa, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Stuff that's going on right now. And then we have a huge sale uh, coming up. A lot of stuff going on this week for the post-out-of-school sale. So for all the parents who are, who are right now you know, pulling their hair out because their kids are out for summer and they don't know how this is going to be, because my favorite time of the year is when my kids are in school, for obvious reasons. And... Um, I'm going to give you the best deal on a new car or a pre-owned car with a lifetime warranty, nationwide, 10-year roadside assistance. That'll help ease the pain. What's better than when you're feeling depressed or down or you're feeling kind of melancholy? There's nothing better than buying a new car. I mean, it's the greatest feeling in the world. It's the second best purchase you'll ever make in your life besides your home. So uh, do it a lot because that would really benefit some really hardworking people and the families that support uh, the Curry Foundation. So you ready to talk football? Let's get into it. We're doing the AFC South. This is going to be one of my absolute favorites because there's a team in the AFC South that I absolutely think are, is made of morons, and we're going to talk about that, and we're going, to, we're going to go through that. But first, we're going to start with the Houston Texans, okay? Round one, pick number three, Lovey Smith decided that he wanted to, to, 
to really help the secondary, which, by the way, Levy Smith still has the collegiate record uh, set for the most yards ever given up passing in a college football season with his defense, which is, and again, I believe when he was the Bucks coach, I think we led the NFL in the most receptions against, I think we had a 70 or 71% completion percentage against our defense. Well, anyway, Levy's like, enough with that. I'm going to go with Derek Stingler Jr. out of LSU, who, by the way, two years ago put some of the best tape ever, but for two years hasn't done anything, right? Except be hurt and manage his career and then uh, talk crap on, on Twitter. So, again, they picked him number three overall. This guy better turn out to be uh, Deion Sanders or somebody uh, equivalent, Patrick Peterson, you know, Revis. This guy at number three, he better turn out to be somebody because – in my opinion, you've had you drafted an injured cornerback for two years that played well when he was 18 years old, and you drafted him that high. But again, that's Levy. We'll see how he goes. I think the over-under that he plays half the games, I'm going to go – I'll go over that he plays more than half, but under that he plays 75% of his games uh, this year. We'll see how that goes. They had a second pick in round one uh, that they got from Miami, from the Miami trade. They got Kenyon Green, the guard out of Texas A&M. We talked about this as Bucks fans. He was a possibility to the Bucs. We talked about him at 27. He actually went 15th. This is a great pick. A solid starter for the Houston Texans. He's going to start right away at guard. And again, Texas A&M is a great program. They now have the most five-star recruits in the history of college football in this class for 2022 and 23. And they're buying them. So congratulations to Texas A&M. All right, in round two, pick number 37, Jalen Petrie, safety out of Baylor. Excellent pick. Uh, obviously, they're addressing the backfield, the defensive backfield again. This is a solid safety. He's going to start it from day one for sure. Jalen Petrie has, has the potential to be special. Um, he could be he could be a steal in the second round pick, 37. All right, then another second round pick, pick 44. They got from Cleveland. They drafted John Mechie, a wide receiver out of Alabama. He is a slot possession receiver. He had a, an ACL, MCL injury right before the season ended. He was a catching machine. John Michi is very similar to receivers for the Patriots. Like a Jarvis Landry, he's going to catch 75, 85, 95 balls consistently for very short yardage because um, we'll see how that goes. I love this pick. For pick 44, I know that people are going to say it's a little high for a guy that athletically didn't test very well and is coming off an injury. The only thing I can tell you is if you watch the tape, the guy consistently gets open. He was Young's favorite target, and that includes Williams. He was that safety valve. He just kept catch after catch and catch, and he would turn up the field five, six yards, five, six yards. I love the pick. Pick three, another guy that I really liked at Alabama, Christian Harris, linebacker. He's going to start from day one. Round four, pick 107, Damian Pierce, running back out of Florida. If you guys listen to Best in Class running back breakdown, Damian Pierce is one of those guys that I didn't feel um, got enough playing time at Florida. I think he's big, strong, can catch, can run. I think he's their starter from day one. I think for those guys that want a fantasy football sleeper, uh, Damien, Damien Pierce is that. Uh, round five, Thomas Booker, defensive tackle out of Stanford. I actually broke him down in our best-in-class defensive tackle breakdown. He's a solid um, backup. He's a depth guy that's going to give you great depth on the defensive line. Round five, pick 170. That actually came from Tampa via New England. Tegan uh, Quintorio, the tight end out of Oregon State. Don't know much about him. He wasn't in my top ten tight ends. Uh, round six uh, from Green Bay, Austin Deculus, offensive tackle, LSU. Again, that's a special teams player. So recapping Houston Texans. Now, if I'm going to grade this, which I, you know, I, I'm not a big fan of the grades. I have favorites, drafts, which I think, and I go by starters. I'm just going to go 
when I go, if I was a general manager and I went into the Houston Texans draft room and I was like, okay, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We have eight picks. How many starters can I get out of eight picks? And that's how I judge a draft. I really, the rest of it doesn't mean anything to me. Whether it's an A plus grade or D plus grade, it doesn't matter. If it's a starter, it doesn't really matter how the starter plays because he's still better than the guy that was that was there before, right? So everybody can go, well, this guy's a pro bowler. This guy, that's all great stuff. Revisit that in three years. Right now, let's go through the starters. Derek Stingler's, uh, uh, Stingley Jr. is a starter. Kenyon Green is a starter. That's two. Jalen Petrie's a starter. That's three. John Mechie's a starter. That's four. Christian Harris is a starter. That's five. Damian Pierce is a starter. That's six. So six starters. That's a great draft, Houston Texans, even with Levy Smith as your head coach. Um, uh, again, you got your quarterback in Davis Mills last year out of Stanford. He really showed something at the end of the year. Uh, so congratulations to a, a very solid draft with six starters. Let's go on to the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, they didn't have a first-round draft pick, uh, obviously. Um, they traded for Matt Ryan. Shoot, they had some other trades, too. I'm not going to go through their trades. I don't really care that much about the Indianapolis Colts. But let's go through their draft. So round two, pick 53 from Vegas and from Green Bay and from Minnesota. That's how many times the pick was traded. Alec Pierce, wide receiver, Cincinnati. This is a guy I was very high on in the wide receiver breakdown and best in class. Oh, and by the way, on the first minicamp, he was so impressive. They're talking about him starting for the Colts. That's how impressive he was in their, in their minicamp. So he's a terrific player, size, speed, hands, vertical threat. I really liked him at the Senior Bowl. He ended up not playing in the Senior Bowl the night before. He bowed out. We don't know why. I still don't know why, but he apparently showed up for minicamp because they're all, coaches are all raving about him. Round three, pick 73, uh, Jelani Woods, the tight end out of Virginia. This is the kid uh, that we talked about at the Combine that actually you know, ran the, the fastest 40 for his size. Fantastic athlete, athlete you know, very underused at Virginia. I think it's a solid pick. Uh, round three, uh, Bernhard Raymond, the offensive tackle out of Central Michigan. This is a guy that had first-round potential. That's another terrific pick in the third round. Another third-round pick, Nick Cross, safety out of Maryland. Nick Cross was actually one of the top safeties on my board. They got him in, the top, in, the, in round three. I think that he's going to be a starter. Uh, round five, they didn't have a fourth-round pick. Eric Johnson, defensive tackle out of Missouri State. Don't know enough about him to talk about him. Uh, wasn't in my top defensive tackles, not even the top 15. Round six, Andrew Ogletree, tight end, Youngstown State. He was in my breakdown of tight ends. He's a going to be a, a blocking tight end, possibly catching, but it's great depth. Round six, Curtis Brooks, defensive tackle out of Cincinnati. Don't know a ton about him. Uh, Rodney Thomas, safety out of Yale. They took a flyer on this guy because he put up some really terrific tape. But obviously, he played at Yale. Um, that's a completely different type of element besides, like, if you say Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three, the Ivy League schools are a different different beast. So we'll see about the competition there. But he put out some great tape. So, again, let's go through it. So Alec Pierce is going to start for the Indianapolis Colts. So that's one starter. Jelani Woods is not going to start, but he but he's probably going to get some playing time and some snaps as a, as a second or third. Baharn Raymond's definitely going to start out of Central Michigan, which is the third-round pick. So that's two starters. Uh, Nick Cross has a chance to start. I believe he's that talented. And then Eric Johnson is not going to start. Andrew Ogletree is not going to start. Curtis Brooks is not going to start. Rodney Thomas is not going to start. So they possibly got three starters. I really like what they did with their depth. They got some really terrific depth pieces. But getting Raymond in the, in the, in the third round and getting Pearson in the middle of the second round, those guys are going to contribute right away. Jelani Woods is a project tight end that could turn into a star. We'll see how that goes. But, you know, that's an, a solid draft from the Colts. Um, they have a very good organization there. 
All right, let's get to the Keystone Cops, the Jacksonville Jaguars. And yes, I'm mad about how they started the draft, right? I don't know what they're doing. I started listening to their to their podcast uh, on Locked On Jacksonville Jaguars just to get some insight on what their camp and what they're doing in training camp or whatever. Listen, you wanna you have to really love football to listen to a podcast about the Jacksonville Jaguars, and I, I guess that's me because I sat through it, I listened to it, still don't have any better insight of the Jacksonville Jaguars. But here we go, round one, first overall pick, Trayvon Walker. Trayvon Walker is a guy that tested well at the Combine, that played on the number one defense in college football, possibly the number one defense ever assembled in college football, and didn't have any stats, right? This is a, this is a pick completely based on physical traits, completely based on potential. And as a Bucks fan, we drafted potential for 20 years. It never got us anywhere. I can give you so many examples. Broderick Thomas, Keith McCants, Reagan Upshaw. I mean, this this list goes on and on. I can give you so many bucks that were that were based on non-production players that were going, okay, we're projecting this guy to be terrific in the in, in the NFL. You know what? I want him to do it in college. If you can't rush the passer in college, right? When you have two defensive tackles, by the way, that were that were first round draft picks from Georgia, you have a tremendous linebacker. You have the number one safety on my board, right? Players everywhere on that Georgia defense, and you're an afterthought. Sorry, that's not the number one overall pick. And you know what? He's probably going to be a good player. It's in Jacksonville. The Jacksonville have have decided to pick some other great players in the past, some pass rushers that I like a lot. I'm just frustrated because you had a proven pass rusher on the board, and you passed him. It's, it boggles the mind. And, and then I'm thinking about, why is Jacksonville always terrible? Why are they always last? If this is the decisions that you make that change franchises, right? That the only thing that Jacksonville Jaguars did was get a Super Bowl winning head coach. They got rid of Urban Meyer, who was who was a hack, and they and they brought in a real head coach. They brought in a real quarterbacks coach, by the way, one of the top in the in the whole NFL to coach their number one pick, uh, Trevor Lawrence. Here's my thing about this: their backup quarterback room. They don't have a veteran quarterback. Again, that's a terrible move. You have two other. Uh, um, guys that shouldn't even be in the NFL backing up your number one overall pick. Again, he should have a veteran in that room walking him through it, but that's a whole other story. I'm not getting on a rant about how stupid these people are. That might change because they have a real head coach, right? You know, what I'm saying right now, you could see great growth in Jacksonville this year. I don't agree with a lot of their free agent decisions, but they're still going to be a better team because uh, they'll be healthier, and, and you actually got a real QB coach uh, for Trevor Lawrence. Anyway, second pick in the first round, Pick 27, Devin Lloyd, linebacker out of Utah. My favorite linebacker in the draft. They traded up with the Bucks to get this. This was a terrific pick for them. They needed Apparently, they need linebackers in an NFL that is going away from linebackers. But they wanted a, they wanted a top uh, linebacker. They got a top linebacker in Devin Lloyd. Fantastic guy. Uh, Luke Fortner, the center out of Kentucky, uh, is going to start for them. He's fantastic. Chad Muma, if you listen to my breakdown on linebackers, was – one of my t- my favorite linebackers in this draft, speed, size. He's like 6'4", runs runs faster than wide receivers. He's out of Wyoming. That's why he wasn't a higher draft pick. But it, you have to question the fact that the, that the Jacksonville Jaguars spit pick 27, which, by the way, they traded up and gave away the first pick in the fourth round to acquire uh, Devin Lloyd. Then they came back again and drafted Chad Muma, another linebacker, um, and giving up pick number 70. 
So in, in the top 70 picks, they drafted two linebackers. I don't understand it. Uh, that's really not the way the NFL works right now, but we'll see. Uh, round five, they picked Snoop Connor, running back Old Miss. This guy's a sleeper. I think that uh, I think that he's going to be pretty decent. And right now, the Jacksonville Jaguars have a first-round draft pick from last year in Travis Entian that has not played a snap in the NFL and is still coming off of injury. And then their other running back, who's fantastic, James, also had an ACL-MCL injury. So basically, the two starters for the Jacksonville Jaguars are both out with injuries. So expect Snoop Connor to get a lot of carries uh, in, in, the, in the start of the season. Um, and I, I do believe he makes the team. They haven't signed another veteran. Round pick six, uh, Gregory Jr., cornerback out of uh, uh, some Baptist school. Didn't do any research on this guy. I know nothing about him. Uh, Monteric Brown was her seventh round pick, a cornerback out of Arkansas. He's a special teams player. So recapping, the Jacksonville had two first round draft picks, two second round draft picks, a five, a six, and a seven. And Trayvon Walker's their number one pick. Listen, anybody want to write me at best in class at BillCurry.com and wager with me? Because I have no problem doing this of who has more sacks in the season, right? The, the amazing defensive end that the Detroit Lions drafted, the homebody who I, who looks to me looks like Boza. He looks like one of the Boza brothers to me. Or Trayvon Walker has more sacks this season. Let's write me and I'll contact you and we'll talk about it. But I'm telling you right now, he ain't getting it. Um, Devin Lloyd, a solid, solid pick. Luke Fortner, another solid pick. Chad Muma, I don't understand. Chad Muma is an excellent player. I'm not saying he's not a great player. True linebackers in the top seven don't make any sense to me. Snoop Connor, I think, is uh, is going to contribute this year. And then Monteric Brown, uh, the cornerback out of Arkansas, is going to make this team. He was their seventh-round pick as a special teams player. But I would tell you, with his length, you know, he might get some playing time as a nickel. We'll see. Tennessee Titans up next. Jacksonville Jaguars, you suck. Uh, I really wanted to support you because you're from Florida, but you, you really, really make me mad. Tennessee Titans, round one, Traylon Burks. Uh, I know that... Everybody's talking about him right now because the guy has asthma. Well, the guy had asthma in college, too, and he caught a lot of balls and ran up and down the field, right? So let's not get overly concerned about asthma when the guy's played high school and college football with asthma and he's a star. I don't think all of a sudden now he's going to go, you know what? The, the air in Tennessee is, is screwing up my asthma. The guy's going to be fine, okay? Uh, he's a good pick. Uh, he would not have been my pick at 18, but, but he's a solid pick, and he's obviously their, their A.J. Brown replacement. So... Roger McCreary, a guy in the second round that uh, Darrell Rivas said was the best corner in the draft. In round two, uh, Nicholas Pittet, uh Ferrari, the offensive tackle out of Ohio State, solid pick. Round three, Malik Willis out of Liberty, which um, round three is uh, probably the right round for him. I had him going in the fourth round, uh, and I had all these people saying he was going to go in the first round. I have no idea what tape they're looking at. Um, Hassan ha uh, Haskins, running back out of Michigan. And it is a great pick in the fourth round. Great value. He could have gone a little higher. Okonokuo, the tight end out of Maryland. I'm so sorry that I always mispronounce this guy's name. Solid pick in the, in the round four. He was in my top ten uh, tight ends. Round five, uh, Kyle Phillips, wide receiver, um, UCLA. I, I don't see him doing anything. Um, he might just be training camp fodder, special teams player. Round six, Theo Jackson, safety Tennessee. Same thing. Chance Campbell, linebacker, um, Ole Miss. I don't understand either one of those picks. Those are guys that, that might not have even got drafted. Uh, but round one, Traylon Burks, they needed a number one receiver. He's automatically their number one receiver. Uh, round two, Roger McCreary is a starter. Nicholas Petit is a starter. Um, 
So you got you really got one, two, you got three starters out of this draft on a on a playoff team in Tennessee, which I think is a terrific job. I think the steal for that for this draft, though, when you look at it, I think Hassan Hackins is going to surprise some people out of Michigan. He runs hard. He's in the right place. Very smart player. I think you're going to see you're going to see him actually play, and I, I think he's going to play there, and I think he's going to be good. Um, you can't count on um, on their on their top guy Henry to to stay healthy, and he just he just takes too much of a beating. Uh, if you want to see something interesting on King Henry. Uh, if you go to YouTube, watch King Henry's workout that he does in the off season, where he runs up and down hills, kind of like what Jerry Rice does. Uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty intense. Uh, it makes it'll it'll make you feel like you're not doing enough workout. The other thing that's interesting is this Kyle Phillips guy. I don't understand this, but I, I'm assuming that he's just going to be a special teams player because of his returnability. I don't see him as a wide receiver. But there you go. So we just wrapped up um, the AFC South again. I hope you really enjoyed uh, Best in Class uh, review. Please uh, email me at, at bestinclass at billcurry.com or, or gthomas at uh, billcurry.com. The great thing is um, order banks are now opening for 2023s. Please contact us about a reservation and order. Just email me. I can do it right over the phone, right over the email for you. You don't even have to come in the dealership. I can make this so easy for you. And there's no deposit necessary. And Grace, I give them $500 to do it. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Like, I... How many more can we put in there? I, I need more, guys. Uh, like, there's never, I'm never going to be satisfied with how many cars that we sell. It's never going to be about that, right? It's kind of like the Rolling Stones. I can't get any satisfaction. That's the way it's going to be. Um, but visit us at BillCurry.com. Look at our, uh, our construction reduction sale. We just had a lot of stuff, great stuff going on. And I got a crane coming this week. We're going to suspend a car from the, you know, like one of those suspended cars from the air. Come by and see that. That's going to be cool during our construction because I don't want you really looking at the rest of everything because it's all in rubble, but that'll be fun. Also, if you want to contribute to something in the in the Tampa Bay area, we have 41 active charities on Curry Cares. And Grace Thomas, uh, which is D. Thomas at Bill Curry, can hook you up. We really do spend a lot of time in Tampa because Tampa has always supported the Currys and we want to support the Tampa community. So, And we're always looking for wonderful applicants. Grace, we have all kinds of jobs opening in the, in the next four months. That's so true. We, yeah, and so I need some applicants. Yeah. So go on to BillCurry.com. Look at the jobs that are available right now. Go on Indeed. I have that going on. Find me on LinkedIn. You know, uh, Reach out to me if you're looking for a position in the auto business. And I, and I need everything, right, Grace? I need, I need everything on everything because we're getting so big. I'm going to need parts guys and service guys and paint guys and service advisors and salesmen. And, and phone operators and greeters. I need everything. I need valets. I mean, guys, I need everything. So if you're looking for a terrific opportunity and a professional job, reach out to us and that'll be good. So I hope you enjoy your drive home. We're going we're gonna to hammer the, the rest of the AFC uh, on our next podcast. And then I'm going to do the, before I start in the NFC, we're going to do a two-round breakdown uh, on, on the Rookie Dynasty League. That's my very first one I'm doing. I did a bunch of research on it uh, for our listeners. So hope that helps. Grace, you got anything to say? All right. Have a great guys.